Sex after kids is so amazing, said no one ever. <laughs> Sapiosexuals, thank you for turning on Sex in South Beach with America's sex educator. That's me, Dr. Sanjaya. So the sex situation we're getting into right now is all about sex after kids. Because after you become a parent, how do you find time for sex? I mean, seriously, it was easier to hide sex from my mama than it is from my baby. <laughs> the other night, after my husband and I had some rare adult time together, and when I say rare, I know all the people without kids are out there thinking, oh my God, poor thing. <laughs> She's America's sex educator, and it's so rare. <laughs> but all the people with kids are like, yeah, so go on with your story, because that's exactly how life is when you got small kids in the house. <laughs> anyway, back to my story. After my hubs and I finished enjoying our adult time, we went to get some water from the kitchen and were surprised to find my son awake in his room with the lights on. Then he said, Mommy, I saw you pushing your body against Daddy. <laughs> yes, my heart sank. I nearly died. But I pulled myself together and I said, When did you see that, sweetie? I was very nervous when I asked him, of course. He said, When you were giving me a bath. Daddy came into the bathroom and you backed up against him and pushed your butt against him. Ooh, people, you know I did a huge sigh of relief. I was like, ooh, yes. Sometimes mommies and daddies play like that. <laughs> you get my point. It is hard to have sex with young kids in the house, and that is the understatement of the year. And not only because you might get caught, right, but because you're likely tired as a squashed banana from all the working and parenting things you did all day but I mean like I was telling John so you guys know I'm in here at Jolt Radio in Miami recording live with John at the studio and I told him oh my god if you look at what's been recorded on my phone in the last day because I did just come from a kid's show like a six-year-old kid's show right and now what's being recorded on my phone is a sex show okay ah that is, yes, the challenges of a busy uh, super mom. Uh, that's me, super Sanjaya, mom of the year, super sexy. But, again, you're scared. I'm sorry. You're not going to have sex. Not only because you might not get caught. Not only because you might get caught, but also because you're likely so tired from all the working and parenting things you did all day, like go to your kid's show and then come to the radio and talk about sex. But if you stop having sex with your spouse, that's not going to be great for your relationship, is it? So what should you do? Well, bang, pat yourself on the back because you're doing it right now. So let's get down to the nitty gritty to sex after kitties. First, we're going to start with the basics. Everything changes after childbirth. One thing that too many parents were never told is that breastfeeding is the mortal enemy of sexual desire. Yes, the same hormones that produce sexual desire are also used to feed your newborn baby. So that's an important concept to understand before you begin to rebuild your sex life after becoming a parent. That's not to say she may never want to have sex while breastfeeding, but men should know that in most cases, keeping a baby alive with breast milk puts a big dent in sexual desire, okay? The silver lining is there's so many ways for daddies to relieve their pent-up sexual tension these days. 
I have had so many expecting parents purchase a portable vagina-like device that allows men to penetrate it while it squeezes, vibrates, oozes some stuff out, simulates a sucking-like action, because I get it, the hubs needs to be satisfied while she has no sexual desire. Now, using tools like this for a temporary fix during the breastfeeding phase, and more importantly, discussing the sexual changes expected during this time has helped bring some harmony to many new parents and strengthen their sexual communication skills as a result. Now the best news that everyone needs to hear right now is yes, her sexual desire will return. It will absolutely return. And in many cases, it will be stronger than ever. But don't worry, you'll both be too tired to do anything. (laughs) (laughs) Now, another major consideration is that sexual functioning may change for both partners, not just the childbearing woman. Many men experience changes in sexual desire and function after they become a dad. While body changes from pregnancy often impact how sexy a woman feels about herself, more than half of men also gain weight right along with their wife when she gets pregnant. And they go through similar body image challenges with regard to how sexy do they feel. You know what I'm saying? And many expected and new dads experience other pregnancy symptoms too, from nausea to sensitivity to certain foods and smells. And let me tell you, I know my husband did during my pregnancy and it drove me nuts. He gained weight right along with me when I got heartburn during the last trimester, so did he. And let me tell you, right before I gave birth, I kid you not, he even claimed to have labor pains. I remember one day we were shopping. We had to stop walking so this fool could lean on a pole until his contraction passed. Meanwhile, I'm wobbling, giving him the side eye, trying to manage 50 pounds of belly. But it turns out, you know what? My husband is not that much of a fool. It turns out there is some science behind all of that, and it really does interfere with your sex life. You know what? Prolactin levels, they rise dramatically in women during pregnancy. I like to think of prolactin as the hormone of satisfaction. It's one of the major hormones released during orgasm, and it's responsible for that satiated, relaxed feeling so many people experience after they have sex. Some people have even called prolactin a Buddhist of a hormone, in that it slows everything down to a more meditative pace. Prolactin also arouses sweet and tender feelings by prompting pleasure hormones known as opioids, right? In men, it lowers the libido too. Now think, after he has an orgasm, releases you know some of those hormones, including prolactin, He wants to take a nap, so it makes sense, right? Once he has an increase in prolactin, right, his libido comes down. So when you're high on prolactin, you're heavy, soft, you're abundant, you're more emotionally, like, astute. Also, when prolactin raises, as it does in pregnant women, fats and sugars are metabolized less effectively and weight is gained. Hmm, right? Well, scientists have also found that many expectant dads have prolactin concentrations that mirror the rising prolactin levels of the women who are carrying their baby. And the more emotionally in sync a couple is at the time of the baby's birth, the more likely the man's prolactin levels will be high, which means his libido will be low. Do you get that? The more elevated his prolactin levels, the more weight he gains, the more crippling his nausea, the more finicky he gets about his food and odors. Dang, my husband must have had a ton of prolactin in his system, okay? Because the more, the more, the more he gets of all of these symptoms, guess what? 
It's great news for your family because dads with significantly higher levels of prolactin and the irritating symptoms that go with it, well, they're more attached to their newborns and the women who birth their newborns, okay? They're much more responsive to their baby's needs than men who have lower levels of prolactin. So it's not all bad, okay? And after holding their baby, men who are really attached to their partners and they're already experiencing these symptoms, well, after holding their baby, Boom! Their prolactin levels can increase by up to 30%. Booyah! Scientists say this is really good because it makes new fathers less competitive, more compassionate, less likely to stray from their baby's mama. And remember, breastfeeding mothers also tend to have lower levels of sexual desire. So perhaps, you know, when you think about it, these hormonal changes complement each other, especially when you are able to discuss these potential changes with each other, right? And I cannot stress enough that it's important to talk about these things. I remember teaching all of this information to one couple because the new mom could not figure out why her husband didn't want to have sex with her. She wasn't breastfeeding. She lost her baby weight more quickly than he did. And she was very confused about his diminished sexual desire. So it was very comforting for her to know the physiological changes that occur and temporarily alter sexual desire in some new dads. But after all this newborn stuff passes, how do you actually have sex again? And I hope that's what's on your mind because I do have an interesting strategy. Hump day happiness. Yes, baby. This was the process I put into place after my hubs and I got over the newborn phase. Take Wednesdays off and have sex. Seriously. What's hump day? It's Wednesday. It's the middle of the week. Well, you got to stop going to work, okay? Take it off and have sex. Seriously, we started, and I'm saying air quote, working from home on Wednesdays, okay? On Wednesday, we could actually spend time together while we were awake and have some adult time where we would not be in interrupted because guess where our kid is? At school, okay? We usually do our regular routine in the morning. We work out, get the kid to school, et cetera, answer some emails. Then we check out for the rest of the day. We might go to brunch, hang out at the beach, go to the pool, lay in bed, and air quote, watch movies, right? What's that called? Netflix and chill. <laughs> but the point is, we would have enough time and actually be awake so that we could act on it. <laughs> and the beauty of doing it on Wednesdays is that Unless you're like an emergency room physician, a stockbroker, or you have some sort of other urgent profession, Wednesday is really the best day to sneak out of the office early. As in like 10 a.m., slide in there, answer some emails, and slide out. Say you got a doctor's appointment that lasted too long. Because we all know an email response within 24 hours is usually acceptable. So as long as you respond by Thursday, you are all good. You get my drift. You can figure it out. It might not be every Wednesday, but you can figure out a few of them. Now, my husband and I are super lucky because I understand we're largely in charge of our own schedules. And I know that that is not common for many people. But at least once or twice a month, I bet if you really put your mind to it, you could figure out a way to get together on Wednesdays while the kids are at school with the goal of enjoying each other as adults. It will do miracles for your relationship. And when your kids get home, what? You'll be both glowing from your orgasmic hormones and hopefully you'll be in the mood to role model a healthy relationship for your kids, right? Because that's our job as parents, to teach our kids what a healthy romantic relationship looks like, isn't it? 
right? If we don't teach them what a healthy, sexually fulfilling romantic relationship looks like, where else are they going to learn? And if you incorporate hump day happiness into your parental passion kit, I promise your kids are going to benefit from happier, healthier parents. But remember to be careful because you do not want to accidentally have another kid. (laughs) It's going to mess things up all over again. All right, now, you ready for the climax? The nitty-gritty on sex after kids is sexual desire changes. Yes, it does, especially when a woman breastfeeds. In fact, breastfeeding should be considered the mortal enemy of female sexual desire. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't do it. Heck, I did it for a long-ass year, and I believe my kid has benefited tremendously from that. But you should be prepared for the changes, and men can use so many sexual resources to satisfy their urges during this time. Also, we must remember that men can also go through significant sexual changes in sexual desire and functioning after becoming a new parent. But these changes also indicate he's bonded to the baby and the baby's mother. So they're very good for the family and the hormonal changes, you know what, they're going to subside in time. And the most important thing you got to remember from today is hump day happiness. What? To get your sex life back on track, you got to play hooky from work on Wednesdays. I'm telling you, taking time during the day to reconnect sexually will lead to a happier, healthier household. And that's one of the biggest benefits of awesome sexual relationships. Ooh, booyah. I'm Dr. Sanjaya, and that's the nitty-gritty on sex after kids. Now remember, if you have a sex question that you want answered in a future episode, baby, simply shoot an email my way, S-O-N-J-I-A at drsanjaya.com. That's Sanjaya at drsanjaya.com. Now, parents and lovers, the most important thing you need to do right now is share this show with your partner so you can have a fun conversation about sex after kids and remember how hot and sexy you were before you had a baby. Seriously, you guys will get a laugh about that. (laughs) But once you share this with your partner, it'll give you an easy way to start talking about how you might be able to revamp your sexual relationship, okay? How you're going to find a way to get out of work on Wednesdays or Tuesdays or whatever day off you're going to figure out so that you can actually be awake wide-eyed, focused on being an adult with your other adult, um, and focused on each other, you know what I'm saying, instead of the kids. For your daily dose of Nookie knowledge, you better check me out on all the social media networks. That's D-R-S-O-N-J-I-A on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Come on, baby, let's link up. I had so much fun talking to you today about sex after kids, and I cannot wait to talk to you about some more sexual stuff soon. I can't wait to see you next time at Sex in South Beach, where everyone comes for happier, healthier sex. 